Tisha Talk Switches. Hello, and welcome to Tisha Talk Switches. I'm Erez from ZSA, and with me here today is Tisha, our resident switch expert and support lead. How's it going, Tisha? Hi, uh, it's going well. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Good. I think uh, we just uh, heard before we start recording with us here today are also Tisha's neighbor's dogs, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the weather today is very warm, and so the neighbor's small dogs are outside, and they uh, can be noisy for long periods of time. <laughs> yeah, so if you hear the dogs on today's podcast, hi, neighbor dogs. Yeah. Uh, on today's not a podcast, I should say, on today's episode, really. <laughs> right. So today we're going to talk about reds, right? Mm-hmm. Those are linear. Yes, linear switches. I think this is really our first linear episode, right? Because we've done brown, which is tactile. We've done blue, which is clicky. Right. So now it's linear's turn. Right. Yeah. Um, so linear switches just, it means that there, there's no click. There's no tactile bump. When you press the switch down, it's smooth and it feels the same until you hit bottom. Right. That sounds like a more boring <laughs> typing experience. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then something uh, suddenly clicky, but also tactile with that bump in the middle. Would you say linear switches are, I don't know, more monotonous to work with? Depending on who you are, sure. There are a lot of people who prefer to have the tactile and or auditory feedback from a clicky or a tactile switch. But there also are a lot of people who prefer that smooth typing feeling. It's closer to, you know, if you're accustomed to typing on your standard, regular old, you know, the keyboard that came with the computer that you bought, or to a certain degree, the keyboard on your laptop, stuff like that. They don't really have anything but just down and up. <laughs> right, right. Although... When people ask about laptop keyboards, I always say, especially with linear switches, linear switches, it's like all they've got is just travel. Like right. You hit the switch and it keeps going down, 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 down until it bottoms out way more so than a laptop keyboard. Right. Y yeah, totally. So that's um, I guess that's why I said that's it's not a super similar <laughs> experience, but the similar part is that you've got just the up and down. Otherwise, they're not all that similar. Yeah, because the, the mechanical key switches are a lot deeper. You have a lot further to press before it stops. Right, right. Okay, so I guess the other thing that maybe makes this episode different is that we're going to talk about three different red switches, mm -hmm. but we really only offer one of those for the Moonlander and the Eridox Z Glow and the Planky Z Glow. Right. Right. Um, we have three red switches, one of which is RGB compatible, you know, meaning that it will let the light from the from the backlighting shine through. The other two are not. At least the way we carry them now, right? I mean, we might, you know, by the time you're listening to this, maybe we do have them, but for now we don't have them for RGB boards. Right. The non-RGB switches are made by Cherry. And Cherry makes RGB versions of each of these. We don't carry them. And, and you know, I'll talk about this more when we get to it. Um, one of them is, I think, pretty easy to find. And one of them is a little less easy to find in the RGB version. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about them then. So okay, should sure. we start with 
with a granddaddy with the cherry mx red sure yeah and this this is one that probably a lot of people have heard of mm -hmm. so far we've talked about a cherry mx brown and cherry mx blue so this is made by the same manufacturer it's been around a long time it is um i think well maybe this is just an assumption <laughs> but i think when people think of your default linear switch probably a lot of people think of cherry mx red mm -hmm. out of you mean people who have tried mx red before or just the notion of a linear switch i think maybe just the notion of a linear switch you mentioned that mx red maybe is the granddaddy of the linear switches and cherry is kind of the granddaddy of the mechanical key switch manufacturing <laughs> world i guess you know mm -hmm. they're the big name and this is their this is their well-known linear switch right so then would you say generally speaking is this the the when in doubt linear switch meaning like let's say i know i want linear mx red is kind of a safe bet if it's available for my keyboard right yeah i would say so it's well known and popular and <laughs> i guess for lack of a better um way to say it there's nothing like weird or unusual about it there's not there aren't really any gotchas about it mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know like i'm actually typing on linear switches right now i'm typing on the kale silver mm -hmm. but the way we talk about these makes them sound so boring to me. Like, oh, there's nothing unusual about the MX Red. It's <laughs> just, it goes down all the way and then it goes back up and it's right. smooth. Like, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess not all switches have to be exciting, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's kind of a workhorse. It is. It's not, I guess, it's not exciting, but it is, um, but a lot of people find them just very, you know, comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, easy to use for long periods of time. You're sitting there for eight or 10 hours, just typing away intensively. Um, these switches tend to be, you know, pretty easy on your fingers and they can be a little easier on your ears too. Okay. That's actually an interesting segue for the next one, right? Easy on your ears, which is the silent red. Right. I'll back up just a little bit and both the Cherry MX Red and the Cherry MX Silent Red are moderately lightweight, like that, <laughs> that wishy-washy light slash medium weight. So they're easy to type on. They don't offer a lot of resistance. They don't really push back at you a lot. So most people are going to find that, that they're easy to type on for long periods of time. They're not fatiguing, but they're not so light that it's like typing on nothing. My test and what I always ask about these lighter switches, can I, or can like, would you say a, an average person, if there is such a thing, rest their fingers on the board while thinking? Oh, right. Or will I get characters on the screen? What do you think? Right. Um, I would say with the red switches, most people will not get characters on their screen if they rest their fingers on the keys. They're not so light or so easy to to actuate that it's easy to get accidental key presses. You can't put your fingers on them. You can probably wiggle your fingers around a little bit on the keys without, without anything happening. Cool. Okay. So then, so those, those are the reds. And then we kind of touched on the silence as well. Right. So linear switches in general, 
because there's no click and because there's no tactile bump, uh, tend to be a bit quieter. There, if you think of switches in three big families, linear, tactile, and clicky, the linear is the tends to be the quietest family. Mm-hmm. Taking that, I guess, a step further, you've got silenced switches like the Cherry MX Silent Red, which has built-in stuff <laughs> in the switch to make it even quieter. It's really quiet. Mm-hmm. I compared to, I think, a um, just a normal laptop keyboard. It's probably just a touch louder than that, but not a lot compared to your standard, you know, your $15 from Best Buy office keyboard. <laughs> um, it is probably at least as quiet as that. Right. Though in in a previous episode, we did kind of touch on the notion of when you're typing, it's not just the switch you're really hearing, right? There's a lot of plastic on plastic and bottoming out and stuff like that, right? True, yeah. So would you say that Silent Red by itself, does it make a significant difference? Like if, if you know, we have 100% of the audio output of, you know, energetic typing, and then you take out uh, the key switch sound, let's say, because your key switch is perfectly silent. Mm-hmm how much of that is still left? Like, am I truly quiet enough for a call now, for example, or would I need to type softly in a call? Right. I mean, of course, it's going to vary somewhat with the individual, but the nature of uh, the sound from bottoming out is one of the things specifically um, mitigated <laughs> in silenced switches like the Cherry MX Silent Red. Hmm. So you get much, much less, I, you know, I would say, as, as an aggressive typist myself, you get quite a lot less thwock, thwock, thwock from bottoming out. Hmm. Um, you get, I'm trying to come up with an appropriate onomatopoeia. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I'm, I'm not getting there. But it's not thwocky. It's more tappy, but not as high pitched as you might think of tap sounding. <laughs> For some reason, raindrops come to mind. I'm not talking about a full on summer storm, but like raindrops hitting a car roof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what you mean. Right. Like soft rain. Not, <laughs> not an old, uh, very metal-rich car, <laughs> but yeah. One of the plastic things we're driving around these days. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quality of the sound is also, is, is also quite different, as well as the uh, amount of sound, the volume. So it feels different to bottom out. So like you're saying, it, it mitigates the noise, but obviously to mitigate the noise, you got to mitigate the actual bottoming out, right? So it's like it's cushioned. Right, yeah, it does feel um, it does feel cushioned. The impact is, is softer feeling when you bottom out. You don't really feel that plastic on plastic impact. You feel more like you're hitting something a bit softer. 
it's not squishy like you might think of um if you think of a really awful cheap <laughs> keyboard and you get that kind of squishy feeling when you press the keys all the way down it's not squishy like that it's just not the impact is just not so sharp feeling right well one thing i do with other switches when i want to soften the impact a little bit is i tend to install o-rings on my keycaps and then and then when i press it down i can't i don't really bottom out because i bottom out on the o-ring really not the actual switch would you say for silent reds would would o-rings be redundant because the switch already does that kind of dampening yeah i think that they would in large part be redundant i don't know how much more dampening you're going to get by adding o-rings maybe a tiny bit so if you're super sensitive to sound they might help a tiny bit what they will do is shorten the, the travel distance so if that's something you're looking for then um then you may still like the feeling of of o-rings with the silent reds because mm -hmm. it'll be quiet and you'll have less key travel there'll be less distance before you bottom out that's actually really interesting what you say about the travel because if we're going back to the laptop question, so if I mm -hmm. wanted to emulate a laptop to, to an extent, mm -hmm. then really I would just take a linear switch, maybe even a silver or a box red or not even specifically the, the silent red, and I can even double up the O-rings mm -hmm. and really narrow down the range of movement. Like, would that be a, a reasonable way to try and emulate a laptop keyboard with a mechanical one? Yeah, I mean, it's, well, A, it's probably about the only way. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, that's probably, at least in my experience, I think that's about the closest that you're going to get to the feeling of a laptop keyboard or the, the chiclet style, like the Apple Magic type right. keyboard with the very shallow keys is uh, a linear switch plus one or two. And... I think I've even gotten away with three O-rings. Wow. Um, it, it, that will kind of depend on your keycaps. In some cases, it's doable. So then you have noticeably less travel before you bottom out, and your keyboard will feel shallower. And will be quieter too, right? Yes, it will be quieter. Mm -hmm. You know, somewhat. Depends on the switch. Now, if you add O-rings to something like uh, Cherry MX Blue, which is clicky, eh, it's probably not going to be a lot quieter. <laughs> right, right, for sure. Okay, so then was that the silent dread? Do we want to say anything else about that switch? I think, you know, if you like the the idea of a a fairly lightweight linear switch, something that's really easy on your fingers, but not so easy that you accidentally shoot off letters <laughs> when you don't mean to. Um, and you want something really quiet, then the Cherry MX Silent Red is a good, a good choice, I think. Cool. Yeah. I guess I guess one thing I will I will say again here is that maybe by the time you're listening to this we already have a mixed thread and silent thread also for the moonlander uh, i'm definitely working on it but yeah for now we don't have them yet i just i did we did want to include them in this episode because they're good switches so right. we're definitely working on it yeah and if you're uh if you get an ergodox easy original or shine with the underboard leds or the plank easy um standard 
you can get any of those with the Cherry MX Red or Silent Red switches. Cool. So, and and finally, we get to the last red switch, which is one that we do carry RGB versions of. That would mm-hmm. be the Kale Box Red, right? Right. What's that like? Well, it's really similar to Cherry MX Red. If you listened to the episode about brown switches, kind of in the way that Kale Box Brown is similar to Cherry MX Brown, so Kale Box Red is similar to Cherry MX Red. It has the same force rating, and yeah, they're very, very similar. I would say that the Kale Box Red may feel a little bit smoother than the Cherry MX Red. Some people find Cherry switches to have, I don't know, some people describe it as a little scratchy or a little sandy or rough feeling. For the Cherry. Cherry switches, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people find that they kind of have this a little, yeah, I don't know, I guess a little roughness. The Kale Box switches tend not to have that feeling, tend to be smoother feeling. And to me, and, and this is a very subtle difference, <laughs> I think that the Kale Box Red might feel just the tiniest bit springier than Cherry MX Red. That like the, the recoil, the up, I don't know, we want it, the upstroke, I guess, um, may be, you know, just like a tiny bit firmer. Right. This is, this is a really, really subtle (laughs) difference but if we're looking for differences yeah i sort of noticed that (laughs) cool i guess i guess another big difference with the box switches in general but also the box reds in particular is the stem and how the switch mates with the keycap because of the stem right Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the box switches are aptly named because there's a little box around the little cross or X, which is the part that uh, interfaces with the keycap. What that means, what that should mean in practice (laughs) is that it gives the switch a little bit more sort of dust and um, splash protection so the box switches have a little more, I guess protection is the right word, mm-hmm. um, from dust, debris, and liquids. I mean, you can't, you can't expect to spill your coffee on your keyboard and have everything be okay just because you have box switches. Right. But, um, you know, a couple of drops here and there are less likely to cause problems with the board or the switches if you have box switches than if you have standard ones. Mm-hmm. However, as a side effect, the fit with some types of keycaps is tighter uh, Mm. with the box switches. So this is the reason we don't offer the KL box switches with non-RGB keyboards. Because they got different keycaps. Right. Mm -hmm. Our non-backlit keycaps have a tight enough fit with the box switches that sometimes the keycap stems crack or break. Mm-hmm. So just to be on the safe side, you know, so that we're not sending you something that has, that we know <laughs> um, has a certain likelihood of breaking, we only offer the Kale box switches with backlit keyboards, which means Moonlander, Ergodox EZ Glow, 
and Planky Z-Glow. Those keycaps, which are made by a different manufacturer, uh, the fit seems just fine. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So then what would you say subjectively? If I am on the fence, like I'm not sure, do I, do I want to wait for the MX threads or selling threads to become available for the glow? Or do I want to just go for the box threads or or go, you know, or lose the lighting and just go for something that has the silent red or MX red. What, what would you do there? Uh, boy, <laughs> it depends on, uh, on what's most important to you. I think like if you, um, if you have to take notes in uh, zoom meetings, stuff like that, if you have to be typing while people are talking, you may want to think about the silent reds because then you don't have to worry about stabbing at the mute button and stuff. Um, people will probably not hear uh, much typing noise if you're using the silent red switch or, you know, or if you're in a shared workspace and your office mate or housemate <laughs> requires a quiet working environment or if you you know require a quiet working environment for whatever reason just preference or the type of work you do then the silent red is a good choice you're talking about this and it kind of made me want to try something so i got i got a linear switch right here i have the uh the kale silver so mm -hmm. i'm just gonna do a bunch of typing right here on the recording okay uh, and we can decide if it's loud or if it's kind of bearable or like how audible is this on your side? It's audible. I can hear that there's typing, but I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it loud. Mm -hmm. Like I, it's not interfering with me understanding you. Right. Now I have a keyboard with silent reds here if we want to do a oh, comparison. Yeah, let's, let, let's do that just for fun. Again, this is the, the reason why we wanted to do these episodes rather than sound tests is that the sound tests are so unscientific, right? It depends what room you're in and the mic and everything. But yeah, if you got a silent thread, let's, let's hear that. Sure. You want to type right. something? Yeah. Sure. I mean, and obviously this is also very unscientific. We're not in the same room. We're not even in the same country. <laughs> right. And, um, right. There's, you know, there's like American uh, side on sound on your side. And it's like totally Canadian sound. Exactly. Right. Like, um, when I type, I'm not going to put any use and color and favorites. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, you know, I'm sure that our typing styles are different, all that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to, I am typing away with um, the silent reds. Wow, that is actually super quiet. Right. And I'm Oh, not... but, but you're not using, I'm using like a, a desk mic. I'm using a Blue Yeti, so it's kind of hovering over my keyboard. Whereas you are using... Um... A headset one, right? Right. So I'm going <laughs> to, this is, I'm glad there's not a camera. I'm going to put my face down close to the, key, to the keyboard. And <laughs> Which type. is not a realistic scenario, to be fair. I mean, that's not something that's going to happen. In a exactly. But like if you, if you're doing some recording right in front of where your keyboard is, it may be, it may be fairly close. So yeah. um, Let's take the visual out of this of me hunched over with my face right by my keyboard okay. and imagine a, a microphone close by. Here we go. I would say I'm, I would say the mic is maybe an inch and a half away. Okay. 
Oh, that's quiet. That is super quiet. Like, there's no way that would bug me on a call, even even like that. Yeah. So that's that's silent reds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it really does make a difference. I think. Again, it's it's hard to tell because I was typing on my side. We'll see what what the recording comes out as. But uh, to me, it sounded significantly quieter than the kale silver I was typing on. Okay. Um. Cool. That is a good. That is a good little experiment to do. <laughs> Cool. So then I guess I guess to answer my own question from before, I guess what I would do if I wanted a silent red board right now, I would probably get a backlit one with different switches. Like maybe I would get even a board with clicky switches just for variety. And then I would get a set of silent reds to put into my board. That way I, I have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Sure. RGB compatible Cherry MX Silent Reds are, they do make them. They're not always the easiest things to find, but, but they exist. <laughs> um, and there are other silenced, there are both, you know, silenced tactile and linear switches. Um, but there are other types of silenced linear switches like um, Kale makes one, the Kale box, si I don't, I can't remember right off the top of my head if they're called silent red or silent pink. And I haven't used those myself, so I can't really speak to what they're like. But I imagine that they are, you know, that they're similar to the Cherry MX silent red, right? So Kale makes one. Um, Zeal PC makes some silenced linear switches. The Helios and one or two other types. <laughs> so there are there are um, options available out there if you're interested. Cool. All right, yeah, this was a really fun one. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, sure, thank you. See you in the next one. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.